amazing. Welcome to the Guided by Goddess podcast. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, Allie Carter. Allie is a soul family member of mine. Allie is a client. She was a neighbor of mine for some time, and now we we live just about 15 minutes apart. So um, I am so excited to bring Allie onto the show. And just to give you a little bit of backstory, but we're going to dive into it here in a second. Allie is a beauty and wellness professional and the CEO of Portal Studio, which I can't wait to tell you all about Portal. Allie specializes in hairdressing, energy healing, and vibes. They create a safe space for all people to explore how they want to look and feel. And the best way to get in touch with Allie, because you're going to want to after you hear their story, is on Instagram at queen underscore of underscore wands underscore hair. And or you can make inquiries through their website directly, especially if you're local here, Raleigh Durham folks, portalofdurham.com. Okay, without any further ado, I am so excited to have this conversation. Allie, we welcome you. Thank you for being on the show. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's literally the the best thing for me right now. The medicine is I've taken a break from the show. I've taken a break from a lot of the online marketing that I've been doing in my business. And to bring you back on as like the debut it's really special for me and it feels very safe as well. So thank you. Well, I agree and I'm honored and I love being in the space with you Mm, always. I'm excited to do this. So originally I'll just say we were going to do like a just straight up testimony interview. Allie and I've been working together for how long? Year and a half or so. Yeah. 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 Um, Yes. And so we were going to make this like a complete testimonial interview, just really showcasing all of the accomplishments and the achievements. And believe me, Ellie has achieved a lot. (laughs) And I'm going to let, I'm going to let you share that part of your story as you like, but the more we were just really connecting and talking and, um, you know, just exploring like what really feels authentic. It's more to have a, a full encompassed conversation, not just to center the powerful work that we've done in our coaching container together, but really like dive in and have, have an in-depth conversation. So I'm so excited you're here. Um, tell us who you are by your signs. Okay. So I am a Virgo sun, mm-hmm. Sagittarius moon and Sagittarius rising. Oh, so, you know, I'm like slightly organized very nurturing, very warm, and a little bit spicy, Mm -hmm. likes adventure, (laughs) ready for spontaneity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhat contradicting. (laughs) Well, Virgo, like, I mean, it's just like fans the flames of your your Sagittarius in your chart. Right. I like to think of myself as a volcano. Mm. (laughs) She's earthy. She's fiery. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Slow burns. A slow burn. <laughs> um, okay. We are hours post blue moon super no king moon. No, what was it? The it super- was a it was a super blue moon. But the king tide is what I'm thinking of. Right. The water with the storm. Right. And like, it won't happen again, a blue moon like this, a super one until like 2030 something. Mm. 
but I couldn't see it last night. I didn't either. Yeah. But the night prior, I like did not mm. sleep. Mm-hmm. Same, same. It's been a very electric week and I've still been microdosing. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> like really like in the tunnel <laughs> of magic. So. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah. I've been in the part of my like lunar cycle. I've like finally been able to figure out a little bit more about my cycle thinking. And this is the week where I have energy. So mm. I feel like a little chaotic mm-hmm. <laughs> in a <yeah>. good way <laughs> yeah <laughs> as we've kind of already talked about I'm like ready to go yes <laughs> I've been in that chaos feeling as well and just really harnessing it because last week was super heavy and hard for me so I welcomed the shift this week for sure yeah oh my gosh so good okay so something I really want to center here in this conversation is letting letting you be the mirror through your story of your journey of how you've really become embodied in owning your gifts your values your vision your passion those innate parts of who you are you've you've really i've seen just in the short amount of time that i've known you and that i've got i've had the chance to witness your growth i know this is a longer lifetime story playing out but i've really gotten a chance to see you come into the ownership and the confident embodiment of who you are, right. who all of you, who all of you is like all <laughs> of you. I've really yeah. seen that. And it's so freaking powerful. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've been able to become so close in, right. in this space personally, because there's just so much authenticity here for you right. in, in your experience. And so the experience of your creative journey to this ownership and the expression, the healing, the authenticity, and how that has impacted kind of like the second part of the question is how this has impacted how you've created your business, the right. the actual physical space of portal, what is portal and how you've taken that energy into the empowerment as an entrepreneur. Right. So I would love to hear about that. I know that's a long question. Yeah. Where should we start? (laughs) From the very beginning. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So little baby Allie was um, like fresh out of the womb, very sensitive. I was known for being sensitive. My family still talks about how much I cried as a child. (laughs) (laughs) And like, now I've embraced that. It's fine. But so yeah, I was very sensitive. I, from a very early age, um, started realizing that I was really connected. So I was connected, um, Mm -hmm. with, with spirit. I felt guided Mm. and, um, I was really connected with nature. Like that's where I felt the most spiritually drawn Hmm. so from just that (laughs) I already felt like a kind of complicated child um and then um as I got older I was I was really to begin with very girly and I was super interested in hair I had 10 other cousins that would come over and I would like 
crimp every single piece of their hair like no. before Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. There's like what? photographic evidence. Yeah. I need to see this picture. 10 cousins. <laughs> yeah. That's like was 10 like, bridesmaids, guys. Like that's a lot. <laughs> I was like practicing for backstage when I was 10. You know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love um, it. So yeah, I was already really drawn to like, ooh, like you could kind of take this medium of hair and turn it into something else. And mm. I immediately loved the reaction after you did it. You know, uh, yeah, someone would uh, see the how they looked and just just feel different mm. so that was super powerful for me um I was also an artist at a very young age I was known in my school and amongst my friends as just being like naturally able to create very easily and well um wow yeah beautiful so that was kind of the start of it um, were you always accepting of your gifts or did you resist? Did you deny? I, re- I resisted hardcore, <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. Um, I was really thankful to have a mother who, um, maybe didn't have the same abilities or talents as me, but she always encouraged me to be like, Oh, like you see spirits. That's great. Like I you know, a lot of people do. And that's a really beautiful thing that you don't need to be afraid of. Like Uh it's of love, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, definitely I, I struggled with body dysmorphia, probably starting the age of, I think it was nine or 10 when I started kind of hitting pre puberty and then into puberty. And she, you know, would be like, Oh, you have hair on your lip everyone has hair on your lip. So yours is just darker. And when you go to school and the boys ask you why you have a mustache, you say, everyone has a mustache. I love your mom. (laughs) I love your mom. (laughs) You know, so that's what I did. And, um, you know, I, I was, I was curvy even as a nine-year-old. And so I kind of just had to own it from that Mm -hmm. age. Um, I would express myself by wearing leather pants and pink high top converse. Like yes. no one else was wearing that, but I was like, this is what we're doing. So I love that. Feel good about your expression. Yes. And I was always cutting my hair off. I'd <laughs> wake up one day like, mom, I want to cut my hair. She's like, yeah, let's go. Oh and my we would God. do it. So I would like to say I'm really privileged in that I was able to, to express myself at a young age freely mm. without a lot of constraint mm-hmm. or projections, you know, right. Like right. The, the constraint is bad enough. And also unconsciously as children, all of the, everything that's projected onto us, our minds, our brains as right. nine-year-olds, five-year-olds, seven-year-olds interpret it as true as fact. Right. And it becomes ingrained. So I love that your mom was so supportive of you. Yeah. It's It's really beautiful. Yeah. You know, I I remember asking myself why a lot as a young child. Mm -hmm. Like, why is my body different from everyone? Why is the world this way? (laughs) Is my reality the same as everyone else's reality? Or are we in just simulation? I asked that to my mom when I was seven. Wow. You know, I was just like, what is this place and why am I in this human suit? 
Um, <laughs> I don't so, understand. I got. I think I took a wrong turn. I did. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. Why am I here? Oh, Lord, um, I need to redirect. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that why and me always questioning, even from the beginning, kind of led me to exactly where I am. And I started wanting to help people at a very young age. And I was volunteering a lot in my community. And um, I loved the feeling of helping others. I loved the feeling of being selfless. I loved the feeling of making someone's day. And so all of these things combined have just kind of led me ironically to like where my business is. Well, that was a good question. How, how did you, what did that serving and helping people, what did that lead you into? How did you get into? Yes. Portal. You can tell us what portal is, but portals more than a typical beauty space, a typical hair salon. It's not that. Right. Right. So I was a hairstylist for 10 years before I opened up portal studio And, um, while I was a hairdresser, I was also really drawn to other things. Like I was taking mediumship classes and I was sitting in seance and I was, um, learning about the tarot and reading my own cards. Mm. And so I never actually thought that that might be incorporated in my business or even incorporated in hair. I was like, how on earth? those things be combined (laughs) Mm -hmm. and can I get out of my own way to do that Mm. because there was definitely a lot of shame feeling like like people in my family or friends that maybe didn't know these things about me would um, really be judgmental or you know we live in the south yeah I'm not trying to be of the devil right (laughs) It's sort of like we're in this like spiritual closet in a way. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely been, I was, and sometimes I even feel like I go back in sometimes, but I definitely was in the spiritual closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So how did you get into that level of like, okay, sitting in seance, not everybody's going to do that sitting in an ayahuasca ceremony. Not everybody's going to do that. You know, it's like we, it takes, it takes a certain like experience on the path to really be led into these spaces. What, how did you get into spaces like that? How'd you get into the, okay. So, um, I want to preface with a trigger warning Mm -hmm. of this, of the story I'm about to tell because it incorporates self-harm and suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I think I was around 22 or 23 and I started dating this guy and it was one of those connections where we were kind of like twin flames. We felt like we were like together in a past life kind of situation and we dated um really seriously and immediately all at once for like about a month or two and then his mom died she committed suicide 
Oh. Yeah. And it was super sad. And, you know, it was interesting during that really, really sad time. Um, mm. It was one of those situations where he was like, I know this might be too much. Like you can run away. And I was like, why would I do that? You know? And so I immediately like met his family um, was really involved with his family and fast forward his dad was a double amputee. I moved in with them to help take care of him. Wow. And so I was living with them and I started having a lot of experience feeling like the spirit of his mother was around. Mm. And it got to the point where it was so unbearable because it felt like I had no control that I was like seeking help. Mm. I started talking to one of my closest friends from high school and it just so happened all these years not knowing her grandmother is a medium and was like a leader of this spiritualist church what <laughs> the lady that had died no no my oh. friend's mom that I like confided in oh about my okay, okay yeah I'm like no wonder she was haunting the space the work was not done okay <laughs> no it was almost just like this um, thing that propelled me into this whole next journey. Okay. 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 Yeah. So her grandmother that I had known like literally for years, she was like, yeah, just come. I do mediumship classes every Wednesday night. And so I started going and the whole purpose was like, I feel out of control. I can't like, I have all these dreams. I feel bombarded. I feel scared. Mm. And I know that this is something that I shouldn't be scared of. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I started going um, to mediumship class. I started giving readings. I sat in probably 10 plus seances, which I know is like, a really woo-woo weird thing to a lot of people <laughs> but once you step into the, the the world of it you realize like oh this is actually like a worldwide thing and it happens everywhere and um during that phase um I met a lot of people and I started getting introduced to Reiki um every Sunday they would hold like a small little ceremony and we would start um by going up and people would do Reiki like a a quick little like five minute session and I started really feeling the benefits of that I was like I feel lighter I feel like universal love when that happens and I feel really pulled to the thought that maybe I could do this mm -hmm. and so I kind of dove into that and um Interestingly enough, as as I dove into that, um, I started realizing how um, the power of healing and mediumship can kind of go hand in hand when you're intuitive. You can you can see clairvoyantly, you can hear, um, you can sense. So mm -hmm. it was just one of those things of like, oh, like I think maybe this is how I'm able to to help people. Yeah. And you were already doing hair. I was already doing hair during all of this. <laughs> so 
what has the journey been like of, well, there's so many questions I have too. (laughs) I bet. Ask them all. Okay. Can I just ask one? Yeah. What is seance? It's a ritual. What is it? Seance is when a group of people go sit in a dark room and typically there is a medium that is able to go into trance or is able to channel very clearly or is a physical medium so they can with their anatomy spirit is able to work with them to produce experiences voices and oh yeah oh the physical medium yeah there's actually a netflix thing out right now that is a great depiction of physical mediumship and like i would say it's legit what's it called i'll have to look it up i want to say it's like i think i'm getting this confused with (laughs) (laughs) that the celebrity medium Tyler he has something called life after death but it's something along the lines of that mm. okay I can't remember I'm horrible with names I'm sorry sorry <laughs> podcast people <laughs> <laughs> well um send it to me and I'll add it to the show notes sounds good okay okay we'll do that we'll do that we'll do that you know that's interesting okay so speaking of being at like a channel have you felt when do you feel that for yourself? I know when I feel like I'm in my channel. Right. When do you feel that for yourself? I feel it um, when I'm writing. I feel it um, sometimes when friends are coming to me for advice. Mm-hmm. And I feel it, especially when I'm in the middle of healing with people. Yeah. Number one space probably where you feel that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number yeah. one. And also when I do tarot, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've had this conversation before, and I think this will really land with a lot of the listeners of, of this show who I know listen to this show is, and you and I've talked about this. Yeah. Like we had these gifts as kids right. and it sounds like your mom really validated it for you. Yeah in a way and and my mom validated my experience for me but in a different way mm-hmm. because my mom was always like I don't know I, I think as a child I thought it was normal that I was this way because my mom was is this way as well my mom is one of us my mom is us as well that is powerful yeah and so like I would share with her like when people would die in our family I would tell my mom I knew they were gonna die I knew it I knew even daddy Bill when he was sick I knew the moment he died I knew exactly where I was and I was I was at fall festival at the school that I was attending at the time and I remember just being in the cafeteria and it felt like everything went away and I was alone and it was like he's gone wow and I immediately looked at the clock and it said 7.32. You knew to look at the clock. Yep. And that was when he died. That's when he passed. Wow. And so like, I would tell my mom, like things like I knew, I knew when he died. Cause I knew, you know? Right. And, and she was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, and, I, and so I grew up thinking this whole mediumship thing was normal. Right. I thought it was normal state. We all had right. this. 
I still actually believe we do all have this. And- I agree too. <laughs> right? I like, agree too. I think, that. yeah, we could. Yeah. I, like, I have this there. Right. I have this belief that everyone is born with that ability. And at some point, um, either it shuts off or you shut it off. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes, Definitely. or people like us, it never really shuts off. Um, but you kind of, I feel like some people that I meet, it's like they revert back to it in, in adulthood of like, oh yeah, like that was actually how I felt as a kid. And I still can tap into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people like us quote people like us. It's like, uh, I feel for me, my childhood, I was very much like I was the resistance, you know, I was, right. I was, I knew things with the world at a, at an early age, like what you said, mm-hmm. I knew things in society were not right. Right. You know? And, and I, yeah. I, I kind of fought that and I was, I, I chose to be difficult in situations sometimes to showcase that resistance Right. Um, so that was, you know, something that, that I experienced. And I, I think people like us quote, we have to, we have to be willing to fight for our gifts. We have to be willing to like really own it and, you know, stand up for what feels authentic, right. And true and supportive for all beings and, and, and speak out and speak up for what doesn't feel. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's interesting. I remember um, I grew up in a Methodist church and I was very drawn to God, to goddess, to the universe. Mm-hmm. So much so that I thought that I would be a pastor one day. Oh my gosh. I never knew that about you. I know. I don't <laughs> tell many people about it. Oh, um, And I would sit, <laughs> I would sit in the pews and I would look around and I'd be like, these people don't seem to be like, actually learning or understanding what I feel like um the God is telling us like is good or right what the God is telling us the God <laughs> the God I love it. and so what I would do as I okay so I grew up in a really creepy church and I would sometimes sneak up to the third floor during sermon and talk to spirits because that shit was haunted <laughs> that is so cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and so I was always kind of rebellious in that way but I kind of was like "Ooh, this is where I need to be I need to be on the third floor in the creepy (laughs) hallway (laughs) people are going to listen to this session and be like or this episode and they're going to be like wow they're really different (laughs) they are Hopefully someone will feel comforted and be like, oh, I need I to be friends with too. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, I did that. <laughs> and just for the record, like, this is a typical conversation for me and Allie. Like, just right. like, this is, this feels very normal. I forget that we're recording. I know. I, I kind of love it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. we could probably have several podcasts. I think there will be multiple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cause what I think is really, really cool is just like what you've been able to do at your salon. Okay. So we do have business owners listening to the space. They're all, you know, mostly right. if you're listening to guided by goddess, you're probably spiritually inclined. So I know that you're appreciating this and Ellie's really been able to, and this is 
been a huge part of our work together has been you creating portal as an all encompassed space that does not leave parts of you behind. So you're able to bring your gifts and the fact that you have offers that tie in readings, Reiki and hair is pretty badass. I just want to acknowledge that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So can you speak to that? Just share with us like what that experience has been like for you creating the model. Yeah. So it's interesting. When I first started working with Emily, I like had this idea. I was like, I think I want to open up a hair salon, but also mm-hmm. I want to incorporate these offerings, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and will people think I'm weird? <laughs> <laughs> um, the answer was like, maybe sometimes, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think, <laughs> I think Emily being such a great mirror of authenticity really helped me be in a safe space to be able to explore what that meant for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So now I offer um, hair cutting, hair coloring, hair styling, wedding event hair, and um, certain durations of Reiki energy healing and the options for people to have tarot readings mm-hmm. Can you, in my space, <laughs> right? The whole shebang. It's so the nice. It's so nice. It's so nice. So I'm actually getting a haircut tomorrow. And I know when I go into Ali's space that it's, I'm going to be able to relax and decompress. And there's going to be more than just a haircut that happens. Right, right. I think it's always been important to me that people feel relaxed in any space that I'm providing or create and there just to be a level of like, oh, I can like feel lighter when I leave here and I'm able to express myself in the way I look on the, whether that's, you know, it's more of like, I wanted people to be able to go inside themselves and be able to have their inner reflections come towards the outside Mm. yeah that's beautiful I um when I started doing hair I very quickly realized that there was I almost needed like a psychology degree yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know you hear a lot about people's life you hold a lot of space for people and what they might be going through. And um, yeah, I just started realizing that there, when someone comes in from a breakup and they want to cut all their hair off, there is a connection from the inward to the outward. And how can we connect the two? Mm. Like cutting the tresses is literally cutting the cords. It is. Yes. Cut that energy off. Yes. Um, it's so true about hairdressers and why are we this way? If you don't know, I did hair. Whoever is listening, doesn't know (laughs) I did hair for a long time as well. And I retired from the salon and, um, you know, just focusing on this part of my business, but it's like, that has always been for you as a child. Were you always the one that people came to? Yeah. I, me too. Always. I'm, I'm the one in target that the random person walks up to. It's mm-hmm. like, I have a neon sign on the top of my head. That's like, tell me your life story <laughs> and let me heal you. <laughs> Sometimes we want to turn that light off in the sign though. So they can't see it. Right. We know how to do that now. 
that's a huge part. Okay. So this is the only other thing that I really wanted to go back to the mediumship story when you were really experiencing a lot of energy from the Mm -hmm. deceased mother. It, we have to learn how to harness our gifts. Right. And, and, and not cut it off. And for me, I think this is a huge part of what it means to be guided. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that. And so that was like my last big question for you is what does it mean to you to be guided in that, that surrender shit? Right. Right. Um, I think that that is, it's like, I could answer that in a couple different ways. Mm. I feel like everyone is guided differently in how um, you're connected with spirit or goddess or God or the universe or the big mountain that you call God mm-hmm. is, is different. And so for me, um, I started realizing that I needed to listen to my gut our gut and our hearts are like this portal that you can go into where truth resides, your truth resides. And I feel like if anything, what I've learned is um, when I feel guided, I, I feel truth. And so that's when I don't have to question, right? And that's a big thing of being able to control our abilities is being able to decipher what is, what is real and, and what is not, and what is, what is truth. Mm -hmm. And so I, um, I feel guided by, um, seeing visions. I feel guided in my dreams. Mm -hmm. I feel extremely guided in nature, you know, connecting with plants and animals and the sun and the moon and the stars. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm like, I feel like I could go on and on about the ways that I feel guided. Yeah. <laughs> we received that. I mean, even just like, and we don't have to go through details, but even like trusting the redirects, right? Like even just last week you had some right. significant things come in, doom, 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 dynamo or right. dynamo effect. And I guess it could be kind of a dynamo. <laughs> I like that word. Is that word? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like trusting that, trusting. Right. That. Or or even meeting you, like you coming into my life. We were neighbors mm-hmm. and we would wave to each other and pandemic. chat. Weren't we yeah. like pandemic? Did you move? We were. Or, yeah, we were. In 2020, we were together. I remember. Remember my day? <laughs> the table. T- <laughs> oh my God. I... Allie, our, <laughs> our, our back doors and windows, back windows, kitchen windows um, were facing each other. And it was during the pandemic. And, you know, we're all locked down, like fresh beginning of 2020 pandemic shut down. And I was dancing on the top of my kitchen table to journeys. Don't stop believing. And you and Blake were on the, the back porch. Didn't you all right. see that? It, so it was just me, but oh, I was, was walking Nugget. I was walking my dog and I walked by and I was like, I hear like music over there and I don't want to look because I want 
my neighbor to have privacy, but like I have to look and see what's happening. And I look over and I see Emily on top of the table, dancing her heart out, screaming, don't stop believing. <laughs> and I was immediately like, I need to know this person. April, 2020. <laughs> And I didn't tell her that I saw her do that until like after we were working together. Way later. <laughs> so I go back and I like find the clip because Craig was there. He recorded it. He was, it was, we were just cracking up. I even picked up one of my animals and was like dancing with them. Yeah. And I like sent you the video clip. <laughs> and like to be able to see it twice in my life or <laughs> whenever I want is such a gift. Like that is one of my most treasured videos. But I can you. give that to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just, we have to trust these moments. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we happen to be neighbors. I, you happened to start your coaching business and be a hairstylist and happened to reach out to me. It was like, do you need some help? And I was like, yes, I do. Help me. <laughs> It's been so good to, to see you, you, there's been so much expansion in your life. It's been amazing. You left the commission-based salon world, started your own business, able to incorporate your gifts, your talents to stand confidently in owning who you are and making it also part of your life's work, creating balance between life's work and Allie's work and Allie's right. pleasure and play and everything like creating that balance, charging what you want to charge, making more money, making, making a good amount of money, making maybe more money than you thought. I think I read that in some of your, you know, oh, yeah. funny questions. Like there's been so much growth and it's been incredible to witness that. And you're such an expander for what is possible in this specifically like in the beauty and wellness space, I, there's just so much possibility. We make such an impact as service-based providers and to really be in that consciousness of how, oh, we just talked about this. Our impact is right. inevitable. We just impact each other. That's just what we do. That's what we do. And I also feel like we're in such a great time in the world, even though it seems, and quite literally the world is on fire it's like we in the midst of that we are able to create what we want to be able to see in this lifetime mm. and i i think like it's really important that we're all able to encourage that in each other because it could be really easy to just fall to the demise of oh we should just give up yeah of, of capitalism of climate crisis of gun violence of all the politics whatever is happening all the up right in our societal systems and structure and our environment. Right. Like there's so much there. You speak the truth here. We do live in a moment where we have so much capacity and technology and support to really create whatever the hell we want. And also, and also like, and also the time is dire. So mm. creating whatever we want that we're passionate about, that we love, and also, how do we quell what's dire? Right. I think that is like the work. You right. Know? Like what, what impact do you want to make? 
Mm, good question. It is a good question. Yeah. And we're going to leave you all with that. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> bowing, bowing. Thank you. Thank you. Bowing. <laughs> thank you. <sighs> yeah, no, true. That's true. Um. Yeah, what, 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 I would love this. This is a good way to end. What imparting advice would you would you give to the new business owner or um yeah the healer who's wanting to to really take their work out in the world and not hide anymore and right yes charge for it make a business make some type of impact for the world what what kind of advice would you give to someone I would just advise I think um and I think this might be one of your pillars and why it sticks out in my head, like lead with purpose. Mm. You know, what is like, what dro- drop into your belly? What What is truth telling you? Mm. Um, what are your innate abilities? Because those innate abilities are the keys that lead you to your life's work. Mm. Um, I'd also like to say that, um, and even for me, like I was so scared to do this you you know you really ask yourself like is it gonna work is it gonna be profitable am I crazy like like do I believe in myself (laughs) and I think at the end of the day you just have to like just jump and say I believe in myself I believe in these things that are me are my truth and I'm gonna express them Mm. and if that's helping people in your community even more great add it to the list yes but I think any time you're able to live authentically and express your talents is the best way you could live Mm, beautiful yeah I love that thank you I just I just don't believe that it's separate you know like yeah I think you could be like oh well my business isn't of my talents I don't, maybe that's not for most people going into business. Usually you're like, oh, I have this thing I'm really good at. I'm going to go do it. But um, not having, I think not being separate from your spirit is one of the best advice I could give because mm. if you're not separate from your spirit, like you can't be led in the wrong direction. Not be separate from your spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the guidance. That's it. That's the guidance. Yeah. So good. That's beautiful. And I'm sure anyone who can really feel that resonant in their heart feels touched by you today. I do feel touched by you today, Allie. Your presence is so warm and loving and nurturing. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thanks for creating space. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. Show notes, check them. You'll be able to get in contact with Allie. I highly recommend connecting on Instagram because it's just such a good, you, you give good vibes over there on the group. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Here for the vibes. <laughs> Vibe curator. <laughs> I know that should be my job title. I think you could add that to like the bio vibe curator. Yes. <laughs> or cultivator. Or, I don't know. We'll think of a cool word because that's what we do. <laughs> yes, that's what we do. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye.
Bye.